This is Juliana McIntosh. And I'm Brad Sutton. And, and this, this is, is The Art, Art of, of Drinking. Drinking. With Join Jules. And your favorite uncle. This is the best home bartending podcast. Where you learn how to make two drinks. A classic. And a twist. Plus a little backstory on the cocktail. So you have an interesting story to tell when you serve your guests. Your home crafted masterpiece. I have to say it right now. I, I, I say this every time, and then I, when I start to say it, I'm like, dang it, I think I said that last episode. But I mean it when I say that the Irish coffee, the Irish coffee, the classic, is one of my top 10 favorite cocktails ever. And I will take that to my grave. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Brad, I think you were the one who taught me how to make this first the right way. Mm. I think you were the one who who showed me how to do it. And ever since I made it the way that you told me how to, which by the way, your instructions, super easy. Hard to mess yeah, up. That's not hard. Fantastic. This is such a great drink. I love mm-hmm. it so much. It's good on a weekend. It mm-hmm. is good on St. Patrick's Day. It is good on a cold day. It is good on a hot morning. Yeah, maybe not hot morning. You know, honestly, if you drink coffee, right, and you're kind of like, okay, I'm kicking back. It's the weekend. Make it an Irish coffee. I mean, come yeah. on. It's really good in the mornings. I'm also obsessed with coffee, which is why it might be one of my favorite. So, like, this is a weekend <laughs> coffee. You're out in a cabin, right? Have an Irish coffee. Mm-hmm. Nothing better. Yeah, totally. I was teaching a class last weekend. And, hey, we made one of your cocktails, Ooh, you know, by the way. Which one? Coconut blood orange margarita. Ooh. Isn't that one good? It is so good. And everybody was like, oh my God, that was like the star of the show. I love that one. Margaritas are also my favorite. Yeah. Hard to be. I was teaching these guys how to make espresso martinis too. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, ah, I really don't like coffee. I'm like, nah, just you know, give, it a, give it a whirl, right? Yeah. And he's like, hey, you know what? This is pretty good. Uh-huh. And so with that sentiment, I will tell you, if you don't like coffee, this isn't heavily coffee flavored. Now, look, I'll tell you what an Irish coffee is not. And of course, Jules, I know you've got your <laughs> thing that you do here, but uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. but you're not calling yours an Irish coffee. No, you're, 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 yeah, you're calling yours something different. It's Irish coffee inspired. Uh-huh. Here's what an Irish coffee is not. It's not whipping cream from a can and chocolate shavings over the top, or like this tannish colored stirred drink with Bailey's mixed in. That is called a Bailey's Irish cream and coffee, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not an Irish coffee. It doesn't have freaking maple syrup in it. By the way, maple syrup is from Canada. So stop it. Stop it. Don't put maple syrup in your Irish coffee and call it an Irish coffee. Knock it the hell off. And it doesn't have Kahlua in it. You already got coffee in there. Just everybody just settle down. The <laughs> Irish coffee is just coffee, whiskey, heavy cream, lightly whipped, and sugar. And that's it. That's all you need. That's yeah. all you need. Well, and Brad, you said if you're not a coffee lover to to try this one, I, I couldn't agree with you more in the sense that, yes, if you love coffee, you will absolutely love this one. But if you don't, this Irish coffee, it has such a beautiful flavor because you get a little bit of the coffee, but you get the Irish whiskey and the way that the lightly whipped cream kind of melts in with the coffee and the whiskey and the sugar. I mean, it's just like this 
delicious combination where it's not like you're drinking a black cup of coffee, right? It's not gonna, right. it, it's too good. So if you are scared of coffee, try this. And I'd love to get your thoughts because I, I, I don't know how you'd hate this one. Yeah, uh, totally. So for those of you out there who are like, I don't know if I like this, make the drink. Mm-hmm. Let us know your thoughts on Instagram at the yep. Art of Drinking Podcast. And tell us, what you, tell us what you did and tell us how you liked it. Because I'm guaranteeing you, if you're somebody who's like, ooh, I hate those. They're just so sickly sweet. They're just so bleh, this, that, the other thing. Yeah. It's because you've been going to places where they've been making them all wrong. You go to some chain restaurant and they're just whipping this thing up and there's all kinds of sugar and blech in there. Yep. Just have it this way. Have it the way that it's been perfected. And I'm telling you, you won't be upset. Make it the right way first so you know what good tastes like. Yeah, just make it the right way first. That's exactly right. Make it the right way first so you know what good tastes like and then improvise, right? Then make it your own. Yeah. Well, I will tell you, Brad, I had the Irish coffee first through, I think... I think we did this a while ago. So it, yours, your recipe was the first time I, I made this homemade. I will tell you, I found myself in San Francisco, and I went. Oh, yeah. oh and I went to the Buena Vista. Yeah, I love that place. It is the most organized chaos you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> you don't. By the way, you don't go for the food. You go for the Irish coffee because you will die when you see. This line of Irish coffee mugs, you're thinking I'm I'm talking about four or five. No, there's like 10 coffee mugs. And these guys are going to town. It is an assembly uh-huh. line of just Irish coffees. And it's amazing. And they taste so good. It's so good. So yeah. good. And and that's where that so I can't say this is my recipe. The recipe I'm I'm using and why mess with perfection is the Buena Vistas. So mm-hmm. If you can't get to the Buena Vista, fine. I'm going to teach you how to make an Irish <laughs> coffee from the Buena Vista. Yeah. But it's definitely a place you need to visit. Yeah, it's it's so good. So yeah, so whether you're making it at home or if you're in San Francisco, go and check out the Buena Vista or go and try to make this homemade. It's fantastic. Should we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. All right, for everybody who may have never heard of an Irish coffee... Where have you been? I know, I know. <laughs> I don't want to point fingers. But, and also for those wondering, this is, if you're wondering what to drink on St. Patrick's Day, uh, this is it. I mean, you don't want to hammer like a dozen of these. No, but. One or two is pretty good. And then move on to something else. Like an Irish slammer shot, Guinness. Yeah, seriously. You, <laughs> you look like a cat who chewed on a electrical cord. Yeah, <laughs> if you celebrate ah! if you celebrate St. Patrick's Day, you are in for it, but start slow yeah. with an Irish coffee. <laughs> totally. <laughs> He's into it, pal. Really? All right. Yeah, walk us through what do we need? You need cream rich as an Irish brogue. Coffee is strong as a friendly hand. Sugar sweet as the tongue of a rogue. And whiskey as smooth as the wit of the land. There you go. How's that little limerick? Please tell me you made that up. I totally didn't. No. Oh, man. That's good, though. Also, the accent, just mm, cherry on top. Yeah, my favorite accent. So probably a lot of that today. You've honestly, you've perfected it at this point. (laughs) So here's what we need. You're going to want a six-ounce coffee glass. And if you have like an eight-ounce, then it's fine. It's not the end of the world. But measuring is important. If you want it to taste like the way it tastes in the Buena Vista, 
they use a clear coffee glass. Mm-hmm. And listen, it's that clarity in that glass is actually important because like Jules was saying in the last segment, you want to see that defined line of mm-hmm. the cream sitting on top totally. of the drink. And the cream must sit on top and you do not ever, ever stir. Mm-mm. Ever stir this drink. Because you want each sip to be a part of that cream. You want it to all come at once. You don't want it to be mixed in. That's right. You want the cold, cool cream on the top mm-hmm. and, the, and the warm coffee comes through. Now, you stir it before you put the cream on. So let's just be clear. All right. We've got our, our coffee glass, our coffee mug, six ounces, and it's been warmed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want it to be cold. Yep. We talked about tempering before too. So temper on 100%. So drop two sugar cubes into that glass and then four ounces of freshly brewed coffee. Now, if you think you're going to go use your jigger and measure out hot Mm. coffee Mm -hmm. in your metal jigger, I'm going to stop you now and save you the burnt fingers. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. My recommendation is you take water and Mm -hmm. you measure out four ounces and then you mark a line on that glass and then you just fill, you pour the water out, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then you use hot coffee and just go up to that line with the sugar in there, okay? Yeah, you can figure out the count like all the bartenders at the Buena Vista do and they know how many seconds per pour for each glass if you want to get technical. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's like, that's, yeah, that is when you've got 10,000 hours of practice, you can do with your eyes closed. Seriously, yeah. So we got coffee waiting in the mug. Now's a good chance to, or a good time to stir the sugar into the coffee because the coffee's hot and you want to dissolve the sugar. So give it a good stir, kind of whack it around a bit. If you ever watch how they do it at the Buena Vista, actually go to the Buena Vista's website and you can see how they do it. They're beating it up, right? And then put in your one and a half ounces of Irish whiskey and only Tula Mordu will do here. So do you know why it's called Tula Mordu? No. Tula Mordu is the town in okay. which it's distilled. Right. Do is the initials for the distiller. Ooh. Daniel Edmund Williams. I know you you see you think of Tula Mardu, you're like, oh, Tula Mardu, it must be a nice fine morning <laughs> walking around with the little beads of water on the leaves and it's dew and it's on the grass. And <laughs> that sounds so nice. Now, nope. it's Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Tullamore is a town. I never knew that, though. is his name. (laughs) This is his initials. What a good fun fact. I'm full of those. Tullamore do. So now we got 1.5 ounces or one and a half ounces of Irish whiskey, fine Irish whiskey from Tullamore. Tullamore do, to be a fact. Then we've got a half ounce of cream. Now, here's the thing about cream. Don't go go throwing it in the glass just yet. Okay. You want to whip the cream, but not until it's stiff. So it's like whipping cream. By the way, so you go get heavy cream. Mm-hmm. Heavy whipping cream is the same thing as heavy cream. Okay, just fun fact. Yeah. And you're going to lightly whip it just enough so it gets kind of thick and you're incorporating a little air, but you don't want it to be a blob that doesn't melt when you put it down on something. So you want it to still kind of take the shape of whatever vessel it's in. Mm-hmm. So you're going to take the whipping cream and you're going to pour it, put it into some type of device where you can pour it. And you're going to take your spoon and you're going to set it at the top of the coffee, and you're just gonna pour the cream into the center of the spoon so it hits the center of the spoon and it spreads out into the coffee and just fill it right up to the top of the glass. And then lo and behold, you have got this wonderfully defined line between the coffee 
and the cream if you're using a clear glass. This is why clear glasses are magic. Mm-hmm. And it's just a gorgeous little presentation. And now when you take a sip, like I said, you don't stir. You don't stir. You take a sip and the hot coffee comes through the cream with the Irish whiskey and the sugar in there. And it is such a delicious, it's so good. delicious drink that you just absolutely must try. You have to. It's so good. I'm going to add one more thing here. I have tried Irish coffees a bunch of different ways. This is by far the best way. Totally. Full stop. Couldn't agree more. I will say the one thing I've done once, I think I used brown sugar one time. Mm -hmm. That was nice. I have too. Yeah, absolutely. Brown sugar is nice. I mean, if you want to like, hey, what did we say? Make Make it it right the first time. Yep. And then put twists on it. And if you like it a different way, Great. I'm just telling you, they serve a lot of these for a reason. For a reason. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Well, Brad, you said put a twist on it, which is a good little segue to putting a twist on the Irish coffee. Yeah, you like put a headlock on it and bash its face into the mat. With that being said, this is a total riff, total riff, total riff on the Irish coffee. I've done a couple of riffs in the past now. Again, this is one of my favorites, so I've dabbled. I've done uh, Irish coffee espresso martini riff, and I've also done like an iced coffee riff on this. So I wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something I normally don't do. Sometimes I'm a little bit conscious of my calories and what I'm adding. (laughs) So this time I thought, you know what? Screw it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be boozy. It's going to be caloric and it's going to be delicious. And who cares? So we're making a dessert Irish coffee milkshake because oh my we can. gosh. Because we can. And it's super easy. Super easy. So I'm sorry. I, no, I just I can't. I, this has to come out of my head. Okay. And it's it's so screaming. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. That's right. It's better than yours. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Thank you for the one. Because it is that. It is a coffee milkshake. My Irish coffee milkshake. Yeah. It was pretty good. I like it. What you're going to need is a blender. And now the portion on this is really up to you. But I put two to three scoops of vanilla ice cream. Two to three. You choose, you want more, you want less, but I think the two is a sweet sweet spot, depending on your scoopage. So two to three scoops of vanilla ice cream. Now, now I've also seen people use a coffee ice cream. Sure, I think the vanilla's nice. So we're gonna use vanilla ice cream because I think you're, you're still getting like the traditional heavy cream that you use in the traditional Irish coffee. I feel like you're getting that with the vanilla ice cream. Obviously, there's vanilla in there, so it's not, you know what I mean. Anyway, yeah, enough of the ice cream. Two to three scoops, okay? (laughs) Two ounces, I know, two ounces of Irish whiskey. Again, I said it was, oh, pussy. Three quarters of an ounce of coffee liqueur. And then four ounces of cold brew. And I did about a half ounce of brown sugar syrup. Now, Brad, we aren't making it traditional, so you can use maple syrup here if you want it. (laughs) Yeah, hey, listen, you know what? As long as you're not calling this an Irish coffee no. period, I'm fine. Yeah, okay. Put that in a blender, blend it up, blend it till it's smooth, okay? You can even add, I know people uh, like to add ice to their milkshakes to make it more frothy or whatever. If you want to do that, make it whatever, it's your party. But just add that in, blend till smooth, 
put it in. I like those vintage milkshake glasses. Now, here's what you could do. You could garnish mm. it with just like a fresh little chocolate dusting or you know how people can do the, the coffee dusting too to get the coffee? Yeah. What I think you could also do is you could do a fresh dusting of thin mint on top. Oh. <laughs> because why that not? That sounds delicious. That's why not? Why not? Oh, it's green. It's minty. It belongs on the Irish coffee. Your version, of course. Yes, the my version of the Irish coffee milkshake. There you have it. It's your St. Patrick's Day boozy dessert. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I love it. Cool. Well, I got to give this a whirl. I, I think this is this is yeah, desserts on St. Patrick's Day after I've had entirely too much whiskey. <laughs> oh yes. Well, speaking of St. Patrick's Day, Irish coffee. Let's get into the history of why this cocktail is thankfully around today. Oh, I'm happy to do that. All righty then. Yes, <laughs> really, let's get into it. I'm really practicing. Let's get into the history. If I So I've learned this history with you before. Mm-hmm. I know that there's an airport involved. There is. And Ireland. I don't want to give too much away, but uh, I think I know where this is going. So I'm excited to revisit this one because it's a a good one. It's a good one. Yes, it's a fine, (laughs) fine story. One filled with twists and turns. Bad weather, a little whiskey, a lot of coffee. All right, anyways. So at the top of the episode, we talked about the Buena Vista, right, in San Mm -hmm. Francisco. And again, for those of you who haven't been, it's it's a stop. And yeah, it's. It's, it's like a long kind of the tourist trap route, but who cares, right? I'm telling you, this is a seminal place that you need to go. And you mm-hmm. need to get yourself an Irish coffee here. This is the place that made it famous. The Buena Vista is located near the Fisherman's Wharf. It's on the corner of Hyde and Beach. And you can literally take a cable car, mm-hmm. just right past it, jump off, run in and get, a, get an Irish coffee. No reservations though. So yeah, get, no there, get there early. You know, it's funny. I've I've gotten there and it's been crowded and you end up finding a spat at the bar or something, but just, yeah, just yeah. hang around. Just go check yeah. it out. Worth it. One of my, literally, one of my favorite memories, we were in San Francisco with some friends and it was like mm-hmm. this beautiful, sunny day in May. White, fluffy clouds in the sky and they were waiting for me at the Buena Vista and I, you know, went and parked the car, which was amazing to find parking, by the way. And as I'm walking down Hyde Street, I've got the neon sign for the Buena Vista in my view as I'm walking down the street. Beautiful blue sky over the mountains, you know, kind of Salsalitos across the bay. You can Mm -hmm. see the Golden Gate Bridge, beautiful red color. It was just this magic day. Walk into the Buena Vista. They've got spots waiting for me. And we sit down and we enjoy an Irish coffee and a little breakfast. And the breakfast was pretty good too. Like the breakfast was really good, but the star of the show was definitely the Irish coffee. So Totally. These guys nail this drink and they should, mm-hmm. right? So like they serve 2,000 of these things a day. Insane. Oh, it's, it's just insane. However, however, they didn't invent it. So Jules, let's mm-hmm. hop into our time machine and let's go back to the winter of 1943 at the Foynes Port, which was an airport near Limerick, Ireland. And okay. the, this is on the western edge 
of Ireland. I shouldn't say the edge. It's kind of tucked in a little bit, but it's on the west side of Ireland. Mm-hmm. And this was one of the more popular destinations for civilian travel to Europe, probably because it was on that western side and there was no mm-hmm. worry about German warplanes shooting anybody down because they weren't over that far. They were busy with England. Right. It was a popular spot as a last stop before heading to the U.S. However, weather often forced people to stay longer than they anticipated. And so they built a restaurant at the port. That restaurant plays a role here. So one evening, a Pan Am flight bound for New York ran into some bad weather after taking off from Foynes. In Mm -hmm. mid-flight, they had to turn around. And so when they land at Foynes, Chef Joe Sheridan... A fine lad. Being the swell fella that he was, he said, hey, let's warm up the Yanks. Let's make them up something real nice. So he took hot coffee. And let me tell you something about Ireland too. All right, Jules. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find any coffee plantations in Ireland. No. In fact, they drink, they drink tea. They, they love tea. Right. Now you'll find a Starbucks here and there, but uh, Ireland was, you know, they were, they were catering to the Yanks with, yeah. uh, with the coffee. Right. But man, will you find whiskey and the Irish whiskey is all over. Irish whiskey <laughs> plenty. Yes. Totally. So he takes hot coffee, adds little Usky Bra, which is Irish for whiskey. That's actually where we get the name whiskey from, by the way, is the Irish. Oh, wow. Usky Bra means the really? water of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was actually Irish and Scots who brought whiskey the idea of how to make it to the States. Yes, right? yes. And that's a, that's a story for another day. Right. So he takes a little Irish whiskey, takes a little sugar, takes a little cream. You know, sugar and cream are important for the American palate because we're a bunch of sweet tooths over here. Uh-huh. Right? As passengers arrived at the restaurant, Joe served him, served them, sorry, all of them, his newly invented coffee drink. And as people were drinking it, the restaurant kind of started to fall a little quiet and like this hush fell over the crowd. And then some guy yells out, hey, buddy, is this Brazilian coffee? And he's like, nah, it's Irish coffee. Boom. The drink is born. Right at that very moment, Irish coffee is born. Wow. All right. So let's jump back in our time machine. Now we're going to go nine years later, and we're going to go back to San Francisco at the Buena Vista. 1952, November 10th, Buena Vista proprietor, Jack Kepler, who was the man, he was also the man behind the stick, which means bartender. Mm-hmm. He's working that night. And this guy who comes in, who is a fan of the Buena Vista and a writer for the San Francisco Chronicle. And he's a travel writer, meaning he travels a lot. Right. And this guy has enjoyed an Irish coffee or two, and he's a huge fan. In fact, he's, you know, he writes about him, right? He's like, he's a huge mm-hmm. fan of this, this Irish coffee. So Stan the writer, and Jack, the owner, they embarked on an adventure that night to try to figure out how to recreate this Irish coffee drink that Stan just absolutely swears by. Mm-hmm. So they tried and they tried. They tried different whiskeys. They tried to use different glasses. But the problem was, Jules, is that the cream mm-hmm. kept falling to the bottom of the glass and it didn't taste right. So... Kepler became so obsessed with this, he actually booked a flight to, a true story, books a flight to Foynes Airport to go speak with the inventor, one Joe Sheridan. And Joe, being a fine fellow that he was, he's happy to share his secrets with this man. And he discovers that the secret to the cream staying on top 
is that you have to lightly whip it. So whip. it's got incorporates whip. She actually has to whip the cream. Whip, whip it. it. Yes. Whip it's good. Do 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 cha do cha. Anyway, so he whips the cream. <laughs> I'm gonna put a little more whiskey in my glass. <laughs> whiskey bra. Hold on here. Let me just uh just top this off right here because I'm at the bottom of my Irish candy. All right. <laughs> So oh boy, all right. Yes. He whips it up real nice and he says, that's a fine whip, lad. That'll float real good. So he takes this little secret back to San Francisco in the Buena Vista. And boom, now the Buena Vista carries on Joe Sheridan's recipe. Wow. And they fully, they fully admit, hey, it was Joe Sheridan and Jack Kepler and God brass, uh, God brass, God bless <laughs> Stan Delaplane. I don't even think I got his name out there. Stan Delaplane, who was the writer for the San Francisco Chronicle. That is the story behind one Irish coffee. Mm -hmm. I knew there was an airport. There's an airport. Great yeah. story. And it's a quick one, right? Like it's not overly done. I think I kind of like them quick like this. Yeah, no, I love it. So can you go to the airport today? No, it's not there. It's gone. Yep, it's, it's gone. gone. There's an airport nearby. There's a museum there. Really? So the only way really that you can get an Irish coffee the way it was intended is at the Buena Vista in San Francisco. Yes. And I wonder if the museum doesn't serve an Irish coffee as well. And hey, listen, here's, here's the thing. I know we're jumping into the tips here a little early, but we're going to get into the tips here in a second. If you go to Ireland and you order an Irish coffee, you're not, don't feel like a rube that you're ordering an Irish coffee in Ireland. You're like, oh, okay, I'm an Irish coffee. Like, they love this. They're proud of that drink. Yeah, so, it's their drink. It's their drink. Go to Ireland, yeah. order an Irish coffee. Here's the thing. And if it's made properly, that cream is going to sit right on top of that drink. Yeah. If they stir it, they're not doing it right. Run. If they give you something pre-mixed. Get out of town. Don't do it. Yeah, run away. Yeah, run away. Run away. Run away. Okay, well, we have tips, which I feel like for uh, Irish whiskey lovers, you're going to want to stick around for this Yes, one. how to know the difference between Irish whiskey and how to drink the stuff. I'm going to work okay. on my accent. All right, let's oh, get into it. you're doing fine, lass. One of these days, you'll <laughs> nail it. Nail it real good. Get, get me an Irish coffee. Maybe I'll nail it whip, after that. Whip it's good. Whip it's good. All right, here we go. Our tip of the day. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. Help top it. of the morning to you. Tip of the day. Here if, we go. if you're Irish, I hope we're not offending you. We have Irish in our blood a little. Yeah, and that's the funny thing about being American, right? You're like, I'm this, I'm that, I'm the other thing. Actually, I am Irish, not 100%. Sutton is a kind of an English name, but there's also Sutton County, right? And so yeah. uh, Sutton is also an Irish name. Yeah. It's just, I wish I was like a Mac or a Mick or something. Oh, wait, is Macintosh? Yeah, that's Well, Irish. hold on. Oh, oh my God. Spanish. Your Uncle Tom is about to explode through yeah. the door here like the Kool-Aid man any second because he's like, we're Scottish. <laughs> I think <laughs> we're a mix of both. <laughs> we're no Irish. We're Scottish. <laughs> oh. Well, what's funny is that actually kind of relates to our tip today, which is Irish yeah. whiskey, but... What makes Irish whiskey Irish whiskey? And Brad, when we were talking about what to do the tips, you're the one who told me that the Irish and the Scottish were the ones who invented whiskey. Is that correct? It's true. Uskibra is a Gaelic word, which is actually Gaelic refers to the highlands of Scotland. And they were the inventors of whiskey. 
Mm-hmm. And they brought that skill to the United States. So mm-hmm. thank you, our friends and ancestors in the blessed countries of Scotland and Ireland. So then is it whiskey? I think another good tip, is it whiskey with an E or oh, whiskey with a Y? <laughs> whiskey with an E or whiskey with a Y? What is the reason it is spelled so differently? Rumor has it that whiskey E-Y uh-huh. comes from countries that have E in their spelling. Huh. Whiskey Y, no E, comes from countries that do not have an E That in makes their spelling. sense. But you and I both know that's bull****. <laughs> Which is crazy to me that there really is just whatever you want, whatever you're feeling. Just goes to show you the power of whiskey, right? They're like, tastes so good, gets so drunk. You're like, who gives a shit how it's spelled? <laughs> right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we forgot. <laughs> Hey, you forgot to write the E on the label. Ah, f*** it. It's going out the door. <laughs> Let's put a Y and call it a day. Lad, what are you, a school teacher or a distiller? So yeah, the next time somebody asks you, is, a, is it a whiskey with an E-Y or is a whiskey with a Y? Say it could be either. There it is no legal requirement for it to be spelled either way. Mm-hmm. However, Jules, okay. there is a legal requirement for, for Irish, Irish whiskey. whiskey. Yeah. To be made in Ireland. Scottish whiskey, scotch, may only be made in Scotland. Scotland. Here's how you want to drink this stuff. All right. First of all, Irish whiskey is super great if you don't know anything about whiskeys and you want to start somewhere with whiskey. Start with Irish whiskey. It's super approachable. Yep. I agree. When I was young, I started with scotch and I would choke that stuff down. Thinking I was impressing the waitresses yeah. <laughs> at Anton's Fish and Whiskey up in St. Cloud, Minnesota. I definitely was not because I was like, <laughs> so menacing, terrible. Yeah. And then eventually I developed a taste for it because, you know, you beat your taste buds up enough. They're like, okay, I'll comply. Anyways, if you're going to start with whiskey, start with Irish whiskey. Super approachable. It's got a nice little sweet flavor to it. It's not overwhelming. And if you're going to start with Irish whiskeys, start blended. This is great news because you know, these are your Jamesons, your Tullamardus. You know, these are these are whiskeys that are really approachable. They're lighter, they're sweeter. So that's where you want to start is that blended whiskey. Yeah. Now, if you are into scotch or you want something with a little bit more flavor, go for a single malt Irish whiskey. Yeah. And now you're kind of, you know, you're going to kind of feel feel familiar territory, but you're just not going to have that smoky, peaty, medicine-y flavor that some scotches can carry. By the way, not all scotches. I love scotch. I just, I'm not a big fan of the scotches from Isla. Sorry. It's just, they're really over the top for me. And I don't like smoke bombs, you know, like Yeah, Lefroy. I know. You don't Lefroy like mezcal, has, trust me. We know. I know, I know. <laughs> Lefroy has a place in this world. Trust me. I'm sorry, now I'm talking about scotch. It, it really does. I, I like it to accent and add smoke flavor to a a drink, but like a little goes a long way. It's kind of like, just like Uh grandmother's perfume. It's like, holy smokes. Bourbon drinkers, they might appreciate some pot still, pot still. So that's a little bit richer, a little bit more decadent, but either way, whatever you decide to do, if you're like, oh, I want to kind of graduate past neat and you get into like the the single malts or you get into the pot stills and you're like, whoa, Mm -hmm. too much, too fast. Go back to the blended. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's like, Super easy to drink. And so you're like, okay, well, now I want Irish drinks. Like, what else can I order besides an Irish coffee? Okay. Well, the hot toddy, we know the hot toddy was invented by an Irish doctor. Mm -hmm. He invented it in England, but he was, in fact, Irish. So there's that. 
Nothing goes good with, I'm sorry, I should say nothing be better when it's the winter time and it's cold outside and you're feeling a little under the weather. Mm, a little Irish whiskey, hot, yeah, a little, hot, little hot water, a little lemon, honey. Mm-hmm. There is a tipperary, and that is a beautiful little cocktail that involves a little green chartreuse, Jules. Here we I go. Know. All right. Our friends in chartreuse, the monks. That's a nice, a nice kind of classic cocktail, and that's that's a fun one to get into. And maybe we'll talk about that in an upcoming episode. You got the buck, which I grew to know as you go out and people are like, oh, I'll take a Jameson and ginger, right? Irish oh, coffee or Irish whiskey. That's and what ginger I drink ale. in college. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, you put a squeeze and lime in there, and now it's called a, a buck. All right. <laughs> so an Irish buck, and those are delicious. Which, by the way, I, kn- I know I said I ordered a Jameson ginger in college. They're still good. I mean, that's hmm. that's a great drink. <laughs> yeah, I'll order that on an airplane sometimes, or sitting Why in an not? airport. Yeah. Oh, totally. yeah, that's a good call. Great airplane cocktail. Why is it that we only drink ginger ale when we're flying? <laughs> That's a good point. I never drink soda, but if I'm on a plane and I'm going to have a soda, I'm like, well, the ginger ale. Mm, ginger ale. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do it too. I know. I don't know. And add a little Jameson. Perfect. Perfect. Jules, I'm going to be a little controversial. Uh-oh. <laughs> this last drink. Oh, boy. Because back in the day. I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day, we called them Irish car bombs. But I will say the rename, the Irish Slammer. It's oh, pretty I, it's, good. I, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. We're stuck on tradition. But I will say for those wondering, this is now this. If you see me on St. Patrick's Day, you will see me drinking these. And it is yeah. a shot of it's half Irish whiskey, hash, half Bailey's. In a sh- tall shot glass, thrown into a glass of Guinness, and you oh, and chug that thing so down. So good! It is so good. It is so so. I drink so them very good. once a year, and it is on yeah. St. Patrick's Day. And that was going to be my tip today. Was, yeah, you can was you that. can chug those things, and they go down super so easy. easy. Well, I will leave everybody with this: if you're celebrating St. Patrick's Day, try an Irish coffee. Try an Irish slammer. Uncle Brad. But also I, I will bomb. say, I will say <laughs> one of the best beers to drink, obviously on St. Patrick's Day is a Guinness, but Guinness actually is one of the least caloric beers yeah. out there. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's a fun fact right there. Fun Look at fact. you getting I know. after it. Everyone's drinking a beer. I'm like, well, I guess I'm having a Guinness because that's my favorite beer and also the mm-hmm. best option compared to all these IPA bullshit. No, now that's going to like offend people right there. Like, oh, I know. you just slammed the IPAs. You know what? I'm turning this off. You know, here's the deal about IPAs. Let's just like, let's just explore this a little bit just for a half second. I got to tell you, <laughs> I want to be cool. Like same with the Mezcal. I want to be cool. I want to oh, like no, Mezcal. I want to, I want to, I want to like IPAs. I just can't get there. I can't get I there. I can't. No. I, I One day, someone did introduce me to a hazy IPA. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. But I still have that taste in the back of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a Guinness. If I'm drinking beer, if you see me drinking a beer, it's a Guinness. Sorry. Yeah. Now and forever. 100%. Well, there you go. Amen. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And may I have a fine Irish coffee. <laughs> Oh, the Irish shots or slammers or whatever you want to call it that your heart can contend with. And may you not be hungover in the morning. Yes, we'll leave you with that. Well, there you have it. 
Cheers, Uncle Brad. Cheers, Jules. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. Don't worry. We will have the photos and recipes for today's cocktails on the website, joinjewels.com. And if you got questions or comments for us, hit us up on the Insta at The Art of Drinking Podcast. And of course, find Jules at Join Jules or Cigars and Vino. That's me also on the Insta. And hey, subscribe to my cocktail club on Facebook. All you'll need to do is search Join Jules Cocktail Club and there you'll see what other cocktail enthusiasts are shaking up. This is a Red Rock Music Podcast. Don't forget, subscribe, like, and review The Art of Drinking with Join Jules and your favorite uncle wherever you get your podcasts. 